0: It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW, Sitka. Today is Friday, June 17, 2022. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this is Raven News. The Sitka School Board is back up to five members. During a special meeting on Wednesday, three members of the board unanimously voted to appoint Tristan Gavon and Mitch Mork to fill two vacancies. Consensus was a bit more difficult to find, however, when it came to selecting the board's new leadership, KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports.
1: The board interviewed five applicants interested in taking the seats on the Sitka School Board, recently vacated by Amy Morrison and Andrew Hames. The slate of candidates brought strong experience to the table, but the board passed over a former paraprofessional, a homeschool mom of 10 years, and a former Sitka mayor to appoint Tristan Gavon and Mitch Mork. During his interview, Gavon, a former Sitka Assembly member, said that education and public policy were two of the major interests in his life.
2: You know, for me, public education is so fundamental to our society. And, you know, both in terms of, I think, you know, uh, a functioning democracy, but also that element of egalitarianism that the United States represent. That, you know, everybody, no matter kind of what circumstances you're born into, you have the same opportunity as everybody else. And I think, in my mind, education is the thing that is most important to guaranteeing
1: that. Gavon brought an extensive resume of roles he's held within the community involving work for the tribe, the Sitka Native Education Program, the university, and the Sitka Fine Arts Camp. Gavon's the current vice chair of the city's Health Needs and Human Services Commission. In response to the board's question about the role of school board members, Gavon made it clear that it was not to interfere in the classroom.
2: You know, you're at that high level you don't want to get into the details, the, you know, administration, teacher, staff, they know what they're doing. They're, they're experts in this. They spend, you know, 40 plus hours of their, their week doing this. And as school board members or as elected officials, we're not spending that kind of time. We don't have that level of expertise or, you know, kind of that level of involvement. So, so yeah, I think it's, it's, it's helping to set that vision. It's, you know, supporting the superintendent and working with the superintendent to, to troubleshoot or figure out how we can improve things, or um, if we're doing things right, how do we just grow that?
1: Mitch Mork appeared by phone and offered his interview answers succinctly, reflecting his background as a facilities engineer. In his career, he said he had worked on projects worth $200 million and found significant savings by challenging assumptions. I dig into the details and I challenge assumptions
0: and come up with middle ground ideas generally about
1: how they work. Mork said he loved kids and currently volunteered teaching math at Kikushihin, where one of his children attends. His other child is at Blatchley. Mork also coaches youth sports. He said he is a believer in teamwork. I don't claim
3: to be the best communicator, but uh, I get collaboration. That's what I've spent the last 12, 15 years
2: doing, working on teams. Plans, decisions, policies. That's my
1: answer. Both Gavon and Mork were nominated in motions by Todd Gebler and supported by Paul Ryu and Blossom Teal Olson. Ryu said he was looking for a candidate to fill the shoes of Andrew Hames, who had represented the board in the district's strategic planning. Since Gavon had also participated in the process, Ryu thought he was a good fit, Blossom Teal Olson said that in particular, she was looking for an applicant who had gone through the Sitka school system and Mork fit the bill. Both applicants were appointed unanimously. Since he wasn't physically present, Mitch Mork could not be sworn in immediately. Only Gavon took the oath and once seated the board elected officers by secret ballot. After one tie, Blossom Teal Olson was elected president of the board on the second ballot, after three ties, Todd Gebler was elected vice president on the fourth ballot. Paul Ryu was elected secretary on the first ballot. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey.
0: Appointees Tristan Gavon and Mitch Mork will serve until the Sitka municipal election in October, when voters will elect candidates to fill the seats, as well as the seat currently held by Paul Ryu. Both Gavon and Mork said they would run for their seats in October. Ryu has not yet declared. Candidate filing for school board and assembly opens July 18th and closes August 5th. The city of Sitka is raising the bar for closing Lincoln Street. Since the beginning of the summer cruise season, the city has been closing the street to through traffic on days when 3,000 or more cruise passengers are in town. Beginning next week, the threshold will increase to 4,000. At the Sitka Assembly meeting on Tuesday, Municipal Administrator John Leach said one reason for the change was to accommodate downtown banks.
2: We talked a lot about the banks that was a big issue in the drive throughs and we didn't feel at this point that uh, compressing the hours was really going to help the banks much at all. And compressing the morning hours is tough because we'd still have to clear all the, the cars off the street. So uh, best we could do is maybe shorten it an hour in the afternoon. But again, we didn't think that gained much. So changing that threshold, what that does is it removes seven planned closures between next week and the end of the season.
0: Leach said that meant Lincoln Street would remain open every Friday and Saturday through the months of July and August. He added that if the change goes smoothly, the city may consider raising the threshold again later in the summer. A Coast Guard crew from Valdez came to the aid of stranded boaters on Tuesday, about 80 miles west of Yakutat. On Tuesday morning, the Coast Guard command centers in Juneau and Anchorage received a request for assistance from the 41-foot pleasure craft Nine Lives. According to a press release, three passengers on the boat reported engine issues and contaminated fuel had disabled the vessel. The crew stayed in touch with Coast Guard command centers until the Coast Guard cutter Liberty responded to the scene and towed the boat to the Hinton entrance just west of Cordova. 27 Sitkins and one non-resident tested positive for the coronavirus last week in Sitka, as reported by the Alaska Department of Health and Social Services. The new cases were reported between June 8th and June 14th. For the last month, the community's case rate has been hovering around the mid-20s most weeks. On Thursday, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reported that Sitka's community COVID rate remained at medium, meaning no new hospitalizations had been reported. Since the pandemic began nearly two and a half years ago, Sitka has reported 2,872 coronavirus cases, 29 hospitalizations, and six deaths. Wrangell's local government has signed off on the purchase of the community's former mill site, a deep water industrial site out the highway. As KSTK's Sage Smiley reports, local officials say they see the purchase as an opportunity to build Wrangell's economy by encouraging investment. Six miles down Rankle's winding coastal highway, the
4: former center of the local economy sits mostly empty, save for a few buildings, scrap metal, and a growth of alders. But Wrangell's officials believe the 39-acre former Wrangell mill site has economic potential. On June 14th, Wrangell's assembly unanimously approved spending $2.5 million to purchase the property. Wrangell's local government has floated a number of ideas for what might be done with the site, ranging from a second community marine haul-out center to a possible site for larger ship tourism to a mariculture center. Other former mill sites around southeast have been redeveloped in a number of ways. Ketchikan's former pulp mill site pivoted from timber to tourism and is now a cruise ship dock. Sitka's former mill site became a deepwater port and industrial park. Local paper The Wrangell Sentinel reports the initial timeline of approving the mill property purchase was delayed by a lien on the property. There was a contract dispute between the property owner and a contractor conducting scrap metal recycling at the site. At the meeting when the Assembly approved the purchase, Borough Manager Jeff Good explained that a deal had been worked out, where part of the money from the purchase will go into a trust, which will be disputed between the contractor and former property owner. Mayor Steve Prasunka clarified.
3: So basically, the lien amount will be put in a trust separate from the sale. Correct. The, we will get full title to the property, clear of any liens. Correct. And um, And then that they'll... They'll battle over that trust, and we won't have any involvement in that at all.
4: Correct. The mill property purchase has faced some opposition from residents. Wayne Kerr said he disagreed with taking the mill property off city tax rolls, and he'd rather the local government give purchase money back to Wrangell residents.
3: On this mill property, why don't you take that mill or money instead of buying that mill? Nobody knows what's going on with it yet, except it's probably full of uh, uh, transmission fluid and stuff. Maybe dead bodies under it and take that money and dole it out to people like me. And, you know, I'd, I wouldn't mind getting a check for $2,000 every couple of months.
4: Sure. Prasanka explained that the borough's intention isn't to hold on to the property. He said they want...
3: To help private enterprise to access the property and be able to utilize that property and to um, uh, generate commerce out there and to use it in a way that that uh, is brings economic benefit and to the community. Uh, it's one of the last remaining deep water ports in Southeast Alaska. It's highly valuable and it's being underutilized. Um, so there's there's a huge benefit uh, to us being able to have some site control and help determine what happens there um, and uh, get this thing cooking along and get some, some stuff happening.
4: Wrangell's local government made previous attempts to purchase the former mill site starting in the mid-2010s. Borough manager Jeff Goods says if all goes according to plan, the borough will close on the property June 20th. In Wrangell, I'm
0: Sage Smiley. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a look at the weather for Sitka for today, Friday, June seventeenth, 2022. Today, cooler, mostly clear. Highs in the lower 60s, west winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, lows in the upper 40s, northwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. You're tuned in to your community radio station, Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Good morning.